didn't he eat a, didn't he eat a cricket? Oh God! Yeah, yeah. Mc McDavid was like dared him to. He's like, someone dare me to eat this cricket, and then McDavid just say you want to eat it. Everybody, back to where's my stick? My name's Danielle. I'm Christy. I'm Kelsey. And we are going to do um, Western Conference preview. Um, but before we start, I think we're going to go over um, some preseason stuff. And uh, one thing we wanted to talk about was, uh, and like we don't want to talk about him, but <laughs> it's just like he keeps coming up. Max Domi. He. So I'm not really sure if he just like attacked Ekblad randomly or if he like something happened and he just tra- dropped the gloves with him. Does anybody know? He like, he was like, he was like grabbing him and you know, like how they kind of like do the grab, yeah. grab. And then like, Ekblad wasn't really doing anything cause he didn't want to fight him. Cause Ekblad, you know, he has to do things on the ice. So, um, he like, I think Domi like dropped one of his gloves cause one hand was grabbing him. He dropped one glove and then he like punched him in the face. And then Ekblad was just like was on the floor. I'm just like, what the hell? Domi broke Ekblad's nose. Did like he's so small. Why are you breaking people's noses? <laughs> First of all, it's a preseason game. Why are you fighting? Both yeah. You guys... Why are you so angry? Wait, both of you guys have spots on the team, so it's like, what are you? <laughs> why are you... you don't have to prove yourself? There's nothing really to showcase. I don't get why it's so serious. Nick Kiprios did it. Did you guys see his? He's like, I hate him. He's so dumb. No, Nick like, Kiprios is I think literally he's the actually worst. dumb. Like, he's dumb. <clears throat> I know he no, wrote okay. something for uh, Sportsnet CA, and he's like, he supported uh, Max Domi. And then, like, on Twitter, this guy was like, like Willie Mitchell said, hey, real Kipper, just because you sign up to play in the NHL, you're required to fight. And he says, Max is the victim, not Ekblad. Your views are why player safety is at risk. <laughs> and then he, he like, responded back, like, you're right, Willie. You're not required to fight. You're not even required to protect yourself. I only question why he chose not to. Like, I, I don't so know. So how is Max Domi the victim if Ekblad is the one that needed to protect himself? Exactly. Like, and, and, like, Real Kipper, like, he always, like, He's wasn't he, dumb. like, a fighter in the, the league? Like, he, like... Uh, I don't know. know. When like guys like him, like I remember like he was on the Steve Dangle podcast like a long time ago. I don't know. His views aren't like in my opinion or shouldn't be the modern NHL. Like just like fighting just to fight. Like the, come on, we don't like it's a preseason game. Why are you fighting? I don't understand like defending yourself, defending your teammates. Like I can kind of see that viewpoint, but it's a preseason game. Who cares? Why are you so upset? Like, you guys still have 82 games to go through. I heard that, like, well, I watched the, what, Tim and Sid Mm -hmm. had to say about it, and they were basically, like, because Domi's suspended for the rest of the preseason, and they were basically, like, how this, in the long run, ends up hurting Montreal, even though it's only, like, preseason, because, like, he was their first-line center on that game, um during that game and then like um his wingers i think was like tatar and gallagher so it's just like you're trying he's new like domi's new to the team tatar's new to the team and like you're trying to build chemistry with these people during preseason and it's like now you're suspended for the rest of the 
the rest of the preseason. And like, yeah, he has practice, but you know, you're still that's still time wasted that you're not you know building chemistry with these people. And he's going to be their first line center, so it's just like, you know, he needs to get used to those minutes and like those matchups, and he's just not going to get them. So I'm just like, well, Domi, look, you just fucked yourself again because you're an idiot. So I was like, I can't even feel feel bad. I mean, I don't feel bad for him because, like, what are you even doing? He's a gritty player. Oh, my God. I mean, gritty doesn't have to mean (laughs) stupid. Like, when people are like, oh, he's so gritty. Like, is he gritty or is he dumb? Like, gritty doesn't mean, like, like, causing dumb fights. Like, you know? Like, that's not what I value as a gritty player. As me, personally, a gritty player. (laughs) That whole, this whole thing, like, I think it's funny, but it's, like, it's funny and it's also sweet how people, like, really, like, think of Montreal as a contender. Like, oh, the <laughs> chemistry, like, no way, they're not getting into the playoffs. No. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, yeah, but, uh, yeah, no, they're not, I, but, like, still, you want them to, like, yeah, get but, used to playing with each other. But, I mean, like, I, they're just so serious, like, the build chemistry, like, like, Thomas Tatar, like, oh, oh, come on, that... That first line, that line of Thomas Tatar, Max Domi, and Brandon Gallagher is going to be a top line in this league. I, I doubt it. I mean, it I mean, is. No, it's I mean, be yeah, like a top. I meant, I mean, like a good line of this league. Like they're really going to score. They're really going to burn some teams like hardcore. Like uh, I don't know I about think... that. I mean, but but again, like Montreal, like surrounds itself with players who. Like, just, like, fighters that just, that, like, you know, hurt the team. Like, Andrew Shaw is, like, a dirty player that, like, fights all the time and sucker punches people. Max Domi, like, these are the people that they like, it seems like. And it's like, I I don't get it. But then again, I'm not a fan, so. No. I was able to catch the Montreal um, Capitals preseason game. Oh. And Montreal looked bad like (laughs) extra bad from what i understand they had more of like their nhl team on the um on the ice than the capitals did the capitals were trying out a lot of their farm guys Mm -hmm. um and while montreal did manage to beat ahl team the hershey bears um they didn't do it very well (laughs) they were just like (laughs) running into each other like making dumb decisions i was like oh and you guys think that this is going to go well for you that's that's, 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 sad. Cute. So that's sweet. Cute. yeah that's sweet i like um <laughs> i like the effort i think of montreal um trying to win and then like barely beating ahl team. Nah. i like that um but i wonder when max domi and um tom wilson if tom wilson played if they looked at each other was it like the spider-man picture where they like, both <laughs> pointed at each other like whoa what like and then tom was like hey that's my thing like relax did you read the most horrifying thing i've ever read in my entire life oh my which gosh. is Sidney crosby very lovingly and with all the good intentions giving zach aston reese after his broken jaw the suggestion to eat Ribs and macaroni and cheese in a blender. Oh, <laughs> no. What? Ew. He was like, this was my favorite when I had a broken jaw. Oh, I was like. Oh. I mean, but I guess like you're trying to get. Like, you know, I know. Oh. But, like, and I can like just see like Sid saying it just so genuinely and so seriously. <laughs> 
So this is this little one preseason thing that I want to talk about was Josh Hosang. I just am so sad for him because first of all, his line mates for the first preseason game against because okay, so the Islanders played the Flyers like eight thousand times in the preseason. Anyway, so his line mates were for the first game Tommy Kunakel, Valtteri Filppula. And Hosang on the wing, and they were the second line. And I, when I saw that, I almost had a heart attack. Valtteri Filippola and uh, Tommy Kunakel should not be second line players, even in a uh, even in a preseason game. They're just not. Like the highest up, either one of them can play. Maybe Kunakel third line, Valtteri Filippola. That's pushing it. Yeah, and that's pushing it. This is me being nice. And then Valtteri Filippola, fourth line center. Like, the guy is, he's on his last leg. Like, even his last season with Philly, it was just, not embarrassing, but it's just like, he doesn't have the speed to keep up. Like, he, like, you could tell he gets tired with big minutes. Like, it's just, he shouldn't be (laughs) second line center. And if they really want, like, if they really want Hosang to, have a good preseason to prove himself to be on the team. Like, why not give him players that can help? I just don't understand that. And I mean, I know there was like a, um, an article that came out, like where the, the Islanders saying like, Oh, we're trying to give like a fresh start for Josh Hosang or whatever. But I mean, that doesn't seem like a fresh start. That seems like two huge sandbags, like, <clears throat> like tied around your ankles. I just, I feel bad. I'm sad. I want him to do well. And I don't know. I don't trust Lou. I don't trust the Islanders. I wonder so. if he'll make the team, though. I mean, I don't see how they, how he wouldn't, but then again, I don't know I mean, that well. last year he should have been on the team. Yeah. And then... But, um, but yeah, that, I just wanted to really quick talk about him. Um, so yeah. next, uh, want to talk about the Penguins, uh, the, well, the Baby Pens, pre like, preseason? Sure. Yeah. So I, um, haven't been able to watch a lot of the games, but I know you two have. They've been, I don't know, it's not, they haven't been, like, too bad. I just want to say that Tristan Jari deserves all our love and praise, and he's trying his best out there, and he's doing a good job. And Sprong's been pretty good. Um, So just right now, like, just so that I, just to clarify, so right now, I think they've played two preseason games, and they've lost both, right? Yes. Okay. Because mm-hmm. um, I know one was with uh, the trash can and net, and then the other one with the sweet angel and net, and... Um, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I mean, but I think I think Tristan had like the worst, not like the worst. Uh, um, he had the less experienced players, I want to say, mm-hmm. on his. Which doesn't surprise um, me at all. Yeah. But I could be like, remembering that wrong. Even though Go they ahead. did lose his game, like he carried them through most of it. Like, it could have been so much worse. Yeah, they should have lost by more. Yeah, they lost in in an overtime, right? Yes. I mean, obviously, I think we all can agree that Tristan is the better goalie. Conspiracy (laughs) theorist. I know I am. But I really do think it's the goalie coach that is, like, pushing DeSmith because Jari played more games last season and DeSmith played less, and his save percentage was, like, better, obviously. His save percentage was better than Murray's, but it's like he played seven games or like yeah. eight or something games and like Jari played like 23 and the team was not good in the beginning of back during during the broadcast that I was watching um they were like how Tristan had the most wins out of all rookie goalies last season mm-hmm. so 
you know. See, and that's outside. like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just, I don't know. I'm, it just frustrates me because I really feel like it's the goalie coach pushing to Smith. And Sullivan, he's like, to me, it's like, from what I know, I see um, he's always like, um, I'm going to make the final decision or we're going to, we're like a group. So we, we decided, but he has his hands in everything. Like, even though Jock Martin is like looking at the defense, he's still like putting his two cents in and like, he's still putting that. But with goalie, I feel like because he's never played it and he's not like, I don't think he feels like he's like the best person to judge, like what, how to, um, how to evaluate a goalie. He relies heavily on the goalie coach and that's his boy. Like DeSmith is his boy. And like, he's brought him up. He got him into the um, to the Pens like ECHL team, and then they both somehow work their way up to the big team. I don't know how that how that happened. I would love to research it and like you know interview people because I have questions. <laughs> but I don't know. I just feel like he picks them and Selvin's like, oh yeah, like the Smith, yeah, I can see that. And Jari's just like, what the f, man? Because like he was yeah. he, like Murray jumped him, and now stupid the Smith is trying to jump him, and he's just like. What? What? Like, I'm better than this guy. What are you doing? <laughs> and, like, even just looking at, like, records, yeah. I think there were at least, like, two games where Jerry had to come in, Jari had to come in on relief of DeSmith. So, and it, so Jari ended up being affected by those losses, and DeSmith didn't, but, ugh. It's just yeah. frustrating. And I honestly do not see them sending DeSmith down, because he'd have to pass waivers. Yeah. Wouldn't he? Yeah, I think so. And that's why I... I I said this earlier, like, earlier, earlier in the off-season, but I know Jari's going to have to go down to Wilkes-Barre Scranton because he can pass through waivers, and it's just, like, that sucks. And, like, his contract, it's weird. Like, his contract is, like, this year's a two-way, but next year isn't. It's, like, it's a one-way. Next year's a (laughs) one-way. My only hope is that they're keeping the Smith, and then they're going to end up trading him so that they get, like, a return on him, and they're not just, like, losing him through waivers. Uh Because if Jari has the two-way next year, you'd assume that they'd want to play him in the NHL a little bit, so maybe they're angling for that. I don't know. I wouldn't wouldn't hate that. Getting that cash bag out of him off the team, and then also getting stuff for him, like, yeah. I'll, I'll take that. Because he's a free agent next year anyway, right? Yeah. Oh. But, um, so, okay, yeah. So, what did you guys think of Sprong? I thought he was good. Um, he kind of takes a lot of dumb penalties. Yeah. He, I don't know if it's that his hairline that makes him more angry or what. (laughs) (laughs) I say this with love, though, because I like him. But, I don't know. He gets, he gets upset. Yeah. And he's definitely going to be on Sid's line, like, when the season... Well, if he makes the team, when the season starts. Because <laughs> they were even playing him... They were playing with him with Jake, even when Sid wasn't playing. So, yeah. They're, yeah. Yeah, he's for sure going to be with Sid. I've, I've figured. I've honestly never gotten the strong hype, and I'm still not, like, super impressed with him. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if they see potential in him, they... I will support him. I hope he does well, but I, I feel like people are kind of just like he's like this project that the Pens have been working on for so long, and if it doesn't work out, then like I feel like the Penguins don't really have like anyone like else that's supposed to be like oh yeah. that's supposed to come up. So I feel like people are like invested in him and they want it to work, even though it might not. But he he did look faster, I guess. Um, yeah. 
I I think that the the Penguins still have they have Kalen Addison, Kalen Callen. They Allen? sent him back to juniors. Yeah, and then they have um, Jordy Belrive. So they they have two good prospects, and those are those two are like surprisingly really good. So I mean, if Sprong doesn't work out, they have they can like focus on those two because I mean, aren't they aren't they defensemen though? Callen Cal- is, and then Jordy. Kale. K- yeah, Kalen is a defenseman, and then Jordy's a center, but he'll most likely uh, play wing. So Jordy, after this year, um, he was the one that was in the accident. I don't know if you guys remember. Oh, yeah. He will be out of juniors, and I think he'll be able to be on the baby pens next season. So hopefully he has, like, a Gensel-ish, but who knows. My thing with Sprong is that if he doesn't work out, like, I'm not going to say I'm going to be pissed, but I'm going to kind of be pissed because, like, we (laughs) – because, like, Casper's just sitting over there, like – Oh, no. (laughs) And I'm just like, no. We could. I gone. mean, who knows if who knows if the Leafs are gonna keep him? They haven't signed William yet, and then they're yeah. gonna have to sign um Cap Cappy soon. I'll send him back to us. I Kyle. know. I was like, please. You know who I want back? I want um Gus Gustafson yeah, that we sent to the Sens. I want him back. He's gonna waste away over there. I know. I was I, when he went over there. I was so upset because like. I know we were, like, kind of at that point we were, like, stacked with goalies because we had, like, Murray and Jari and then Gustafson. And, like, I was like, oh, I know. But then, like, he left, and I feel like now it's just, like, what are we doing? Like, I mean, in goal, they're still good. It's just, like, that Jari DeSmith debate. But I he's a really good goalie. Mm-hmm. Who's he with now? The Sens. The Sens. And he, like, Oh, played. buddy. I know. Did you guys see uh, Simone? How was he? Uh, I mean, he's. I didn't really. I don't really pay attention to him. Not gonna lie. I thought you were <laughs> but, like a fan. Yeah, but like, it's hard to pay attention during preseason games for me. And I was doing my homework, so. Okay. So. <laughs> wasn't really paying that much attention. Um, we also have Teddy Bluger. How do you pronounce oh, Teddy Bluger. Bluger. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for him. I also I want to see was... more of JSD. I really liked him last year. Oh, he's so pretty too. Yeah, little French Canadian. Yeah, and he then... was he was playing first line center. I didn't know what his number was, and I was just like, "Who the hell is this?" But I mean, he did okay. Yeah, I JSD. I feel like he should be on the team or at least get a shot. But he gets like one game, and then he like scored, and then they send yeah. him back down, and I'm just like, ugh. Sullivan, like yeah he's like fringy yeah like treat my like treat the players i like right like it's not like why do you, <laughs> why do you hate me like i know we don't get and he's along, a, and he's another little frenchy too for yeah. like chris and derek yeah. it's derek's birthday today happy birthday derek happy birthday derek love you come to new york um anything else you guys want to talk about for pens preseason Mm, can we talk about how, oh, not Penguins, but Carolina, they're, like, killing it this preseason. They're, like, defeating teams by, like, a huge margin. I think they beat the Bolts, like, 6-1. It's like, what the heck? Well, their farm team is pretty good. They were in the, the they're, like, what, the Carolina Checkers? They were yeah, in the yeah. playoffs for, um, I think they, I, I think the Flyers played them. And the Flyers beat them, because the Flyers farm team is pretty good, too. Um, I mean, the Bolts farm team is pretty good. Good. I mean, the Bolts, like, they have, like, it makes sense for them, their farm team, not to be really good. I mean, but they're decent. Yeah, but I mean, not that game. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh. 
Okay. Quick pens note. Yeah. How do you feel about, well, I sort of know how Danielle feels, about them oh. playing Brassard at Wayne. Oh, you can't see you I mean, <laughs> but then, like, who would they, who would be his center? Because, like, I feel like Matt Cullen, he should stay on the fourth line. Like, that's where he's at his best. And, like, right. that's why they brought him in. And you guys got Broussard because he's a center. I mean, yeah. I know centers do the wing thing. I know Claude Giroux did it. But, like, who's going to be his center? <laughs> real quick, Claude Giroux was a, a winger that moved to center. And then they moved him back to winger. So he Yeah, okay. <clears throat> And then it's just, like, Riley, she, and he's, like, injured right now. And he has potential to be a good third-line center, but, like, he's not there yet. So I'm just, like, who would be his center? So Can he center and wing his own line? Like, oh, God. Yes. 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 Yeah, he can do anything because I believe him. <laughs> well, Kelsey, how do you feel about that? I don't like it. I don't know. I'm a fan of players being able to play like their natural position mm-hmm. and I feel like Brassard is a natural center so I feel like they should help develop and I guess promote that as opposed mm-hmm. to asking him to play winger but um I guess if you're gonna tr- I guess you could always try it see what happens but I mean I just don't want him to be forcing anything and right. not getting the production because like a lot of Pittsburgh fans and I, I'm I haven't really seen it from the media. We're like so impatient with him last year when yes. it was pretty evident that he was hurt. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like if that's what, you know, anyone in the coaching staff is going off of, and I don't really think it is. I think that they're smarter than that. But I think that that's also super short-sighted and understand that like last year was, you know, out of the ordinary for him. And once he has like a good like buildup of playing his position, I think I think it will go a little bit more smoothly for him. And I think it's, like, Penn's fans, like, the past couple of years, they've been spoiled to, like, when someone gets traded to the Penguins, automatically they're, like, like, they build chemistry and they're good. But it's, like, sometimes it takes people a little while to, like, get comfortable. Like, Homeboy was living in, I don't know where he was living, but it probably wasn't, you know, he probably didn't have all this stuff together and he wasn't comfortable. So it's just, like, it takes people a while. And especially, like, he came in so close to the playoffs, and instantly mm-hmm. that's just, like, a totally different, like, situation. Yeah. So, I mean, you guys obviously know I hate the idea of Broussard at wing. I hate it. But um, I was listening to, so I don't know if you guys know, oh, gosh, every it's every episode I recommend a different podcast. But, um, so Jesse Marshall is on this podcast called Dying Alive, and it's, like, these three Pittsburgh guys. Oh, I listened guys. to it. Yeah, these three Pittsburgh guys. Um... It's, like, Jesse Marshall, um, Pat... Mike Darnay. Yeah, Mike Darnay, who I, like, block, because, like, he's, like, annoying sometimes. But, um, they were talking about... He's he's so annoying. He's, like, last year he was just like, oh, I don't mind. And it's just like, I fucking mind. Like, the Penguins are being bad. He's (laughs) like, oh, like, it's fine. This is is no salt off my back or whatever. And I'm just like, like, excuse you, I can be upset if I want to be. Yeah, He's always like, ah, oh, two championships. Like, ah, oh, I'm just so like, it's whatever. I could care less about anything now. And I'm like, okay, but like, I'm sobbing. So like, if you could stop putting that on my timeline, I would really appreciate it. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> they have a podcast, and they were talking about Broussard to wing. First of all, they they all like love Sprung on Crosby's wing, which I have feelings about that. But then they were like, oh, Broussard to wing, and like, 
I hate it because like I kind of understand what they were talking about because late saying like how it was hard to adjust to the like decrease in minutes and like you mm. know that was kind of hard but he said like Broussard says over and over again he will do anything to help this team win in that case I can kind of see He's and so like so Sullivan so just came back he was asked um have the pens given any thought to trying Broussard at wing he said <laughs> will we explore it sure we will and he said that he recognizes that he's a center by trade, and they they but they could give Broussard um, a look at wing during the preseason. Sullivan also like said like they understand that they got Broussard to be a center, like they get that, <laughs> and so they don't want to. I mean, he's an established center in the league, so they don't want to just like move him to wing. They know that his <laughs> skill set is at center, um, but they're open to trying it. Which when it's viewed like that. I can, I understand that. And then that's on the podcast with Jesse Marshall. And that's what they were saying. They were like, I mean, if Broussard, like he's used to having like 19 minutes a night, like if he's on Malkin's wing and it was like, I think they said like Malkin, Broussard, Kessel, or I'm sorry, Broussard, Malkin, Kessel, then like they have no problem with it. And I mean, if that line clicks, I'm not going to hate it. But I mean, like you guys said, like who is going to be the third line center? I think that they're trying to do, Sid, Gino, Sheehan, Cullen. And I just feel like pushing Sheehan up to this, the third line, it just, like, stretches our, um, our our bottom six. And I know we have a good bottom oh six. I just, I don't know. I really f- am more comfortable with Cullen, Sheehan, whoever. If it's, like, Zach, Aston, Reese, whoever's on that whatever side. And, like, because, like, mm-hmm. even if you put Russ on that side, like, even though I want Russ in the top six, because of his, like, new, you know, his new contract. I just feel like he's a top six player now. But, I mean, either way, if you think about it, you could do, like, you know, whoever Sid with uh, Gensel and Sprong, Broussard, Malkin, and Kessel. You could do Sheehan, Haglin, and Hornquist. And then you could do, um, you could do Zach Aston Reese. Yeah, like, you could do Zach Aston Reese, Cullen, and Rust. And so you have to I feed, actually you know, wouldn't mind that Cullen, one. Who's, um, is really good, like a good center, obviously. Yeah, like, I mean, or Simone. I feel like I feel bad for Simone because he just ends up being the 12th or 13th forward because ideally I would like him with Sid, but I know people don't like that, so he always ends up being, like, the either in, the, in my top line or on the bench. I, I, <laughs> I don't, I'm, There's no in between. I, no, I feel so bad. And they can work. Like I, I think Broussard and the Swedes could work too. So, I mean, who knows? I hate how much Sullivan like will change the lines. I'm like, just give him a second. Give him like a full game yeah. together. Don't he's just, just he's just like five yeah. minutes. You guys yeah. didn't score. Sorry, you. I gotta split you guys up. Sorry. Me too. Like I, me too. But then also, like once it hits that six minute mark, I'm like, hey, we haven't <laughs> scored yet, Sullivan. Do something. So like, I, I mean, clearly I'm irrational and crazy. So like, but I do, Kelsey. He changed lineups so much last season. It was ridiculous. It was. It was. Yeah. Frustrating. And like, like some of the things that he would do, I'm like, Rick Tockett, what is going on? Like, how much did you really do here? Yeah. Because now I'm having questions. Now I'm I need answers. So I don't know, but yeah, I definitely agree with you. It it seemed like 
It was especially uh, noticeable on Gino's line. I feel like he always yeah. was having a different winger. When Kunak, I don't even want to bring it up. Let's not even bring it up. We're going to be here for like I'm another not, five I've, hours. Yeah, I've, I've, if you're going to bring up Kunak, well, I'm like shutting my mouth. I'm not even saying anything because I have notebooks of the stats <laughs> from that. I'm like, I'm, it just doesn't work. That's German icon Tom Kunakel. I know. Real. Yeah, we uh, we done with preseason, ladies. I think yeah. So. <laughs> okay, cool. So, we are going to talk about the Western Conference. It, and we have said we're going to spend five minutes on each team. I have a yeah. timer here. We okay. have to spend five minutes on each team. So, um, we'll start off with the Nashville Predators. Um, so, last season they went 53-18-11 for 117 points. They were the, what are they? President's Trophy. Yes, they're the President's Trophy and knocked out in the second round. Conspiracy theory. Hmm. Okay. So uh, this offseason, they re-signed UC Soros for three years. They re-signed Ryan Hartman for one year. They re-signed Ryan Ellis. We talked about that for um, $6.5 million for eight years um, and starts next season. Um, other depth signings, they signed Dan Hamhuis. Oh, Zach Ronaldo, of course. And um, Jared Tor- Tordini. Tenardi. <laughs> I don't know where I got Tornidi, but Tenardi. Um, and then some just notable facts. Um, Pecorine is going to be turn is turning will be 36 this season. They won't have Austin Watson and uh, for 23 27 games to the start of the season. And um, who is this? El- uh, Eli. Eli Tolvanen. Tolvanen. So um, so they won't have him. No, he like he's like their like big prospect. So like last season they played him like they brought him over to the KHL when his season was over. He played like three games. He didn't score any. He didn't score any points or anything. And I think they didn't even play him in the playoffs. But you know we'll see okay. with him. Okay. Yeah. Your thoughts on the Nashville Predators, ladies? Oh, they should be. Fun. They should be fine. Like, I don't see them, like, missing the playoffs or anything. Yeah, um, yeah I agree. So, <clears throat> so w- with my research for each of them, I-, I didn't, like, read any articles on them or anything like that. I looked at their line combinations for Daily Faceoff. So, if you don't know, Daily Faceoff uses Manny's um, course- Corsica Hockey, and they, like, have their lineups, and then it's really cool because they rank each, like, each lineup. So, they'll rank the, the first line against all 31 first, like, projected the first lines and then so Nashville's came out 10th out of 31 um and they do the second third fourth and then their defensive pairings so obviously um uh, Nashville's biggest thing is their goaltending and their defense so their first um their first and second pairings are ranked first and second for defensive <laughs> pairings and nice. um yeah like they're I mean they're that's their biggest draw and I mean they signed Ryan Ellis he's he's there Roman Yossi, Ryan Ellis is the first pair. Matthias Ekholm and P.K. Subban is the second. And it just, uh, to me, it just depends on how Rene does or and how much they play Rene in the regular season compared to, like, Saros. Because, I mean, they signed him to be a backup starting goalie soon. So we'll see. But I like, I, like you said, Christy, I think that they'll be fine. They're going to make the playoffs, obviously. Yeah. Um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even blink if they won that. Um, the what is it central division so how dare you the jets oh my god i forgot the jets okay gotcha yeah i think it's gonna come down to the jets and the 
Predators. Oh, yeah. I think I might watch all of their games. Like that play. The Jets. Each other. Oh. Yeah. Well. It was it was brutal. Yeah. Any anything else on Nashville, Kelsey? I'm just the same. I think they're going to be really good this year. Um, you know, their team didn't really change that much over the summer. Um, Fiala had 23 goals in his first full oh, season, yeah. so I think he's only going to get better. And then you also have Philip Forsberg, Ryan Johansson, Victor Arvidsson. I think that um, I know that their their calling card and their big draw is their blue line, but mm-hmm. I think that their offense is finally kind of catching up, and I think mm-hmm. that they're going to be strong and stay strong. So one thing I did want to say, and maybe it's because um, – I am drawn toward drawn towards uh, teams with good center depth, but I don't think their center depth is good. I think that Ryan Johansson is a at best a second line center. I don't think he's a first line center. He's and a good assist term. machine. Like yeah. he hands out those assists. I mean, and listen, uh, any way to get you to where you need to go, like get you to a win, <laughs> that's fine. But yeah. I just don't think that he's like. I just their center depth, like Ryan Johansson, Kyle Turris, and Nick Benino. I love Nick Benino. I love Maze Benino. Like I, I love them, but I just don't know if I'm if that like Ryan Johansson and Kyle Turris like seal it for me. Let's move on to the Dallas Stars. All right, so the Dallas Stars last season they went 42-32-10 for um, 92 points. This year they have a new coach, Jim Montgomery. He's from the University of Denver. Um, he won the national championships with the N um, A the N C A A um, in 2017. They have Valerie Nishushkin back. Nishushkin. Um, Nishushkin. There's no T. Anyway, they got That's Val back. <laughs> <laughs> they got Val back from the KHL. Um, and and in the two years he was there, um, he played uh, 86 games for uh, and had 51 points. They signed Tyler Sagan, and then they picked up Roman Polak. I know. I didn't even put anything there. I was just like Roman Polak. You guys know. <laughs> I mean, I know, but I'm not sure why. <laughs> but, okay. Um, so, yeah, Dallas Stars. What do we think, ladies? I think they should be better than they were last year. Mm-hmm. And from what I'm seeing, like, when I was looking up the new coach, like, He's pretty good. Like, he, like, even if he didn't win every year, he was, like, you know, second place, third place, or whatever. Um, and I think their defense should be better. I don't know. I just feel like last year was an anomaly. Like, they should yeah. be better than what they were. And 92 um, points isn't even that bad. Yeah, it's not. And I'm trying to find the tweets. I was, um, Someone was like, I don't know how it got retweeted on my timeline, but they did their, um, like, who's making the playoffs for each division. And they, they had the Stars, and I was like, wow, the Stars? Um, like, what makes you think, what has the, what have the Stars done this offseason to make you think that they'll make the playoffs next season? And he told me about a prospect that they have. a Heiskanen. Heiskanen, yeah. So, okay, so I'm going to sleep through their defense real quick. So I was asking, do you think he'll play with Klingberg? And he was like, no, this kid should be able to, like, have his own defensive pairings. But, I mean, so if they have that and they have two good defensive pairings, I mean, that's definitely a huge that's a huge step up from what they were before. And if Ben Bishop plays well, I think that's good. I mean, right now, Jamie Ben, Tyler Sagan, and Blake Como are the first line. So I'm, I wonder if they're pushing Rodulov down to spread out the scoring. And I don't know if Radulov and Val... Valerie play together 
I'm not sure, but right now their center is just Jason Spetsas. Mm-hmm. They're like they're not I've so the their fourth line actually isn't that bad. So out of 31, it's ranked 14th. So I mean, hey, for, if you have a good fourth line, I think that could be the difference in some games. Yeah, in my opinion. Um, I'm just not impressed by their centers. Um, yeah. Okay. It's okay. Tyler Sagan and then old J- Jason Spetsa and then. Yeah. But I, I thought Blake think- Cuomo was the center though. Right now, he's projected to be on the top line wing. Oh. I just, I don't know. And then Ben Bishop, I think, is going to have a better year, and I think that that'll go a long way towards um, their success. But I, I don't know. I think this will be kind of like a ho-hum year for them again. I don't know. I never have high hopes for the stars. <laughs> so, like, I think, like, I, think you, I think you're better for it because I think people always have high hopes for the stars, and then they just. It, it, they just disappoint. So next is everyone's favorite American hero. <laughs> the Winnipeg <laughs> no, Jets. I'm just kidding. The True North. The True North. Oh my True God. Canada. I love when they do it the during, the thing, during the anthem. I'm always just like, yeah, True North. Like, I'm Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> like, when I watch the Jets, I am Canadian. Yeah, but only during the regular season. If it's during Olympics, then no, 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 I'm not. So the Winnipeg the Winnipeg Jets went 52, 20, and 10 for uh, 114 points. So this season, in the league. So Paul Stastny, Matt Hendricks, Tobias Enstrom, Joel Armia, and Steve Mason are all gone. So they brought in uh, Laurent. I'm going to say Bussois. Bussois for one year at 65,000. Oh, 650000 Just kidding. I was going to say 65000 That's like, wow. That's dude, really bad. Okay. I know. Um, so uh, they've made a lot of off-season moves because they had a ton of restricted free agents and unrestricted free agents. They signed Jacob Truba, Blake Wheeler, Connor Hellebuck, and Josh Morsey. Um, and it seems, so right now, oh my God, Brian Little is going to be back centering Line A and Ehlers. And Line A lost about 15 pounds. What? Why did she say that? <laughs> no, because, like, <laughs> no, because they kept making such a big deal about it. Because, like, last season, he, like, gained a bunch of weight. And, like, they were, like, mm-hmm. how he gained a bunch of weight, but he wasn't, like, he lost a lot of his foot speed. So he yeah. lost, like, 15 pounds. And then everyone kept asking him about it. And then he was just like, yeah. So, um. Ex- they expect him to be like a little bit faster because he was kind of like he was slow sometimes. Oh, okay. See, like, and that's the thing. Um, players, when they like, e- either when they grow, they get taller, they put on more weight, their like foot speed, like their skating, it affects their skating so much. It's like, yeah. So you would think like him losing weight, it's like, oh my God, no, you're going to lose weight during the season from like, you know, just the wear and tear on your body. But. Now they want him to be faster. That's crazy. Is wait, so Ehlers is really fast though. Yeah, yeah, Ehlers is yeah, really okay. fast. That makes sense. Okay. Ehlers is a drawing penalty machine. I love it. Like he just draws penalties. It's amazing. Their lot the top three lines are really good. Actually they're all all their lines, all four are really good. So right now it looks like it's gonna be Kyle Connor, Mark Shifley, and Blake Wheeler as a top line, which is ranked fifth in all top lines. Um out of 31. And then, so even with uh, Ehlers and Line A um, centered by Brian Little, they're still ch- projected to be fourth out of all, like, 31 second lines. Um, and then some that really, like, I was surprised at their third line with uh, Christian, 
Kristen. Oh, Veselinen. 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 Yeah. Okay. Um, Matthew Perot and then J- Jack Rol- Roslovic. Roslovic. They're they're really good too. They're projected for the tenth out of all third lines. So I don't know. It just seems like they have a lot of their centers are real. I mean, their uh, forwards are really good. But I was hearing that I don't know if Veselinen is going to make the team because I think he has not like he's not going to make it, but I think like either he can like if they don't. If he doesn't make the team, like, I think he's going back to, I think he's finished, back to Finland or something. But oh, wow. I think, I think he should, I think he's good enough to make the team. But I don't know. I'm not sure. Like, I don't really get, like, the whole, like, if he's not playing with the AHL, he needs to go to back home or whatever. Like, I don't really understand it. But I think it's something weird like that. Their defensive pairings are really good, too. So, um, Truba and Morrissey are projected to be their top, uh, their first pairing, um, and they're ranked 15th, but the thing that got me is that, like, so Bufflin and Logan Stanley, and I don't think he's played with the team, he, he doesn't even have, um, he doesn't even have any stats, and that, they're, that pairing is projected to be the first, second <laughs> they're just like, like Bufflin's just gonna drive. Yeah, they're just like because like Bufflin's rank is like rated to be the fourth best uh, right-handed defenseman. So, um, so they're already like the best second pairing. And then um, Dmitry Kulikov. Oh. oh, we went over the five minutes. I mean, but we didn't so talk Dimitri that much about Kulikov. the stars. So we actually went over with the stars. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Dmitry Kulikov and Tyler Myers. Are um, I didn't realize how good Tyler Myers is, but they're ranked out of th- third pairings. Well, after out of third pairings, they're ranked third. I mean, Tyler Myers is. I don't know. He's maybe he's down. a good fantasy player. And I think Kulikov, he just needs to stay healthy because he got injured pretty early last season. So mm-hmm. I don't really know how he's gonna be, and I don't really I don't really trust Logan Stanley to be honest. Like, he just seems big. But, yeah, so what do we think about the Winnipeg Jets? I think it'll be good. I just, the only question mark I see is, Hellebuck, what kind of year is he going to have? Oh, I wanted to say, I know it's only preseason, but Brassois or whatever, he's been, I'm, like, ready to give him the Vesna. I'm like, he's been so good. He Like, I think the Jets still lost. Like, the Jets have been rough this preseason, but he's been, yeah, like... Yeah, I was going to say, didn't they? Yeah, he's been pretty, like, decent for them. And I was just like, okay. But, you know, so people, I, when they leave Edmonton, you know, they tend to do better, so... But, yeah, I mean, that bringing up Connor, Connor Hullabuck, yeah, that's going to be a definitely something to watch. But I think either way, I think that their team can, like, outscore. Yeah. <laughs> I think they can outscore to, like, give him a good buffer. Mm-hmm. Um... I, so, I think that Winnipeg um, is going to be good. Obviously, they're still going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, what do you mean, obviously? Well, I mean, you never know. <laughs> I, I mean, my question I, mark I, is Brian Little and how I mean, how he's going to. don't like him. It's not like I don't like him. It was just like I saw how Line and Ewers were with um, Paul Stastny for like 20 games. So I'm just like, they should just be like that all the time. And they just weren't with Ewers. Not Ewers. Brian Little. But Brian Little is fine. I'm just being a child. <laughs> I just <laughs> I just want them to do good. Okay, next 
is the Minnesota Wild. So last year they went 45-26-11 for 101 points. Uh, this offseason they acquired Justin Brown, uh, Greg Pennerin? Patterin. Patterin and Matt Hendricks. Um, oh my gosh. When I was saying Justin Brown, I was like, where's JT? I was just oh, going to ask, is Justin Brown idiot. JT Brown? I was like, I've never heard what the J stood for. <laughs> Me either. I was, I was like, who the hell is Justin? I, was, I literally just like Googled um, like the team and like their offseason moves. And then it said Justin mm-hmm. Brown. I was like, it took me a while to be like, oh, no, it's, 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 like, it's JT Brown. What? Okay, and yeah. so they lost um, Matt Cullen, whoop, whoop, and then they signed Matt Dumba and Jason Zucker. They are looking for big years from Jordan Greenaway and Joel Erickson. Eck. And Matt, what? Joel Erickson, Eck. Oh. Eck is. Excuse yeah. me, Joel. Um, and then Matt Dumba. Yeah, what do you guys think of the Minnesota Wild? I usually don't. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> it was <Touché>. hard. Finding <laughs> stuff. I mean, they're, I like... they're the same. Like, not like, mm-hmm. I mean, they added, like, a couple pieces, but, like, it should be the same. So they should be just about as good or as bad. So I really like Bruce Boudreau. I know that's like, people are like, why? But I just, I don't know. I think he's like an adorable little coach. He he's like, he's a true hockey guy. Like he loves the game. He loves talking about when you listen to him, he just sounds like he'll talk about hockey anyway. He's not like kind of like stingy in my opinion. Like with some coaches, they're just like, oh, I don't really want to talk. But so I, I want them to do well. But then I look at this roster and I see Eric Stahl and I'm like, no, 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 you're done. Like, I don't want you to do well. So I don't know. I mean, Eric Stahl is their uh, first line center. He's centered. Uh, he's centering Mikael Granlund and Z- Jason Zucker. Then you have uh, Miko Koivu with Nino Niederreier and Zach Prize. Uh, Zach Prize. Hmm. I'm always like confused with him. Like, I'm like, is he good or is he just always injured? He was really good, but now he's always injured because he's old. Do you see when his contract runs out? Like, it's like 2026. Like, that's insane. <laughs> he's like 35 and then, like, now. I feel bad. I have, people were saying like when they signed him, they had to give him that deal. Like anyone would have given them that deal because they didn't realize that he would get injured so much. So, I think like, it was before the lockout. Yeah, I think so. And because you can't do deals like that anymore, like that's insane. Yeah. I know. Um, and then I look at their third line, and I'm like, Jordan Greenaway. I, I love like him. Jordan Greenaway. I love American hero. But um, him with Charlie Coyle and Joel Erickson Eck. I don't know. Erickson Eck supposed to be good. So, right now, Manny has them ranked as a third line thirtieth. Oh, never mind. So, I, I mean, no. I mean, who knows if he's like I mean, actually projected? Like, Manny's usually right. Has. So, so yeah. And then, oh my God, look! Guess who? Guess who their their fourth line center is? Um, is a blast from the past. You guys know him. He played for the Penguins. I know. That's why I'm trying to. He's not Perron. No, he's with the Blues. No, he's with the Blues. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> give me a give me a clue. Fair, give me a clue. Yes, I didn't even know he was still playing. Last time I checked, he was in Toronto. He went to San Jose, Toronto. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I think it depends. I want to see how um, 
Dubnik does, he plays, because he hasn't been as good as he was that, like, two years ago. It's just insane, that's why. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, but I I think they'll make the playoffs. I definitely think they'll make the playoffs. Yeah, like, I don't see them falling off dramatically. I, I think so, and... Who's gonna Who's gonna make the playoffs in their place? Yeah, everyone... Oh, oh, wait, the Avs. Okay. Hmm. Yikes. Okay. It's like, obviously, we're assuming Predators, Jets, 1-2. Yeah, yeah. Predators, Jets, um, I... The Stars, the Avs, and the They, Wild, they can all make the playoffs, and then the one yeah. from the Pacific does. That's fine. Yeah. That's probably how it'll end up. Okay, so next is the St. Louis Blues. Last season, they went 44-32-6 and six for 94 points. This offseason, they acquired Ryan O'Reilly, Tyler Bozak, Pat Maroon, and David Perron. Um, they're looking for big, they're looking for big years for, from Robbie Fabre. Um, hopefully he's like completely healed. Um, they took him out of practice preseason games for precautionary reasons. And of course I like every year, Jake Allen, um, they signed Colton Perico, um, um, addition or one of the biggest things that, that they were looking for was to add good center depth with, um, O'Reilly, Alex Steen, Braden Shen, Bozak, and Robbie Fabre. I mean, I think they really did shore up that area that they lacked. Yeah. What do you guys think? Um, I don't know. Okay, so from listening to the Steve Dangle podcast, like, I don't know where they're going to play Bozak. Like, hopefully it's third line because mm-hmm. he, that's like, that's where he belongs. That's where he fits. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about, yeah. I don't know about Fabry because he's been out for like, two almost like two years like he's been injured and then they took him out um it was they took him out for another injury and like just to make sure that he was cool so I think they're gonna start him on like the fourth line well that's what I would do like start him on the fourth line to like get him you know get his feet under him yeah and I don't know so I think either I don't know who their first line center was this year but whoever that is is going to have to be moved down to second line because Ryan O'Reilly, obviously, is going to be their first-line center. Yeah. But that's not bad. So, um, right now, like, on Daily Faceoff, it's projected to be Pat Maroon, Ryan O'Reilly, and Tarasenko as their first line. Um, and I know that Braden Shen was their, was their first-line center, um, but... He got moved down. Okay. Um, I don't know how I feel about Pat Maroon on there. Yeah, me um, I'm not a fan. Like, when I say I'm not a fan, like, at all. But, okay, so then the second line, um, they have Braden Shen, Jaden Schwartz, Schwartz, and David per- Perron. Mm-hmm. And then, um, then Tyler Bozak is, like, projected to be their third line center. Um, but they have... Robbie Fabry as a left winger on the fourth line. So that's uh, where he's, like, projected to, to start the line. Not bad. To start the season. So it's not. It's not. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think, for me, with uh, the Blues, they definitely, like, right now it just seems like they are making moves. Like, they're really trying to get serious. And I think adding all those centers really helped shape the the team because I think I want to say this that Ryan O'Reilly is probably the best center that Tarasenko has played with since he's been drafted and I mean I'm trying to think anything to yeah like I mean I don't I don't have a list of all the centers he's played with but I mean Ryan O'Reilly's good 
like, I mean, from following Buffalo, like, this offseason, I mean, everyone realizes that he's a good center. And he's, like, he was ranked 21st in the league um, by, like, according to Manny. So he's a good center. And I think that Tarasenko is a really good winger. And I'd like, I can't wait to My see boy. them together and see what they, yeah, like, how they, the chemistry that they have. Because Tarasenko did pretty well with Braden Shen and uh, Jaden Schwartz, Schwartz um, last season before Schwartz got hurt. Um, and then they had to refigurate the lines. But I think, like like you said on the outline, it all to me it all depends on. Jim I Miller. know I don't. He I don't is, trust him at all. I mean, I would like to find someone who does trust. I appreciate him. that like, he has like a psychologist or like a therapist that he talks to to like you know help him out. But like I just mm-hmm. can't trust him. He's so up and down. What do you think, Kelsey? I think they made a lot of really strong moves this offseason. Um, Tarasenko sort of had a slower season, but I think that a return to form with him, like, we all know he's better than that. So I think that a, a return for him would be great. So do you think with the the, the moves that they made this offseason, would you say that they are, could make it into the playoffs? Yes, if Jake Allen is league average or a little bit above. It's crazy to me that they, like, the past couple of seasons, they, like, have sold, like, like you know, traded away one of their really good players, and they still sometimes make the play- playoffs. Yeah. It's so funny, because, like, we literally just were talking about, like, oh, which teams, like, could Minnesota make the playoffs? And I'm like, yeah, it's min- it's between Minnesota, the Avs, and Dallas. And then, no, it's also yeah. the Blues. Like, I forgot about yeah. them, and they definitely... Uh, I mean, they missed out. out on the final day of the regular season last oh. year. So Exactly. So next is the Chicago Blackhawks. So, oh my god, last season they went 33-39-10 for 76 points. They acquired, who they acquired um, Chris Kunitz, Cam Ward, and Brandon Manning. They lost Hosa, J.F. Berube. Um, Neither of them were playing uh, last season. Uh, Crawford is still injured. And um, this season they're looking for big seasons from Kane, Taves, Keith, uh, Debrinka and Brandon Saad. Basically everyone. I think Brandon... <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was their team. I think Brandon Saad mostly. Because they gave yeah. up Panarin for him. And, like, I think he was having trouble adjusting. So... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this was a good... This is actually funny because I was looking at Daily Faceoff and... It's bad. They have... The, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like... I'm, like... I was kind of confused. Um, Where is it? Hold on one second. Oh, here we go. So their projected lineup, who is, um, <laughs> it's Taves, Cooney, like Kunitz, oh and, God. um, oh man, I like, I can't read my own handwriting. Who's that guy? Oh, Dabrinka. Um, <laughs> the cat guy. I put cat. <laughs> yeah, I just put cat. Cat boy. <laughs> Dabrinka is the first line. The first um, line? And second line. The first line. The second line is Saj, Smaltz, and Kane. And then it's Artemi Anisimov, Dylan, Sakara, and Victor Edesco? I don't don't know. I've never heard that name in my life. But, yeah. And then that was one thing I wanted, like, okay, I don't want to prove Christy right, okay? That's the last thing I want to do. But why is Kunitz on the first line? Exactly. Why? Because he has four cups. (laughs) 
I mean, he does have four cups, but they have three. <laughs> like, it's not like it's like no one on this team has cups. Like, they have multiple play- players with cups. Like, Cody, there's what? Like, what? I mean, I don't know if this was just like. I mean, this is preseason, and they're getting the lineups based off of what was like last year versus this year in preseason. So, I, I'm just confused why Cooney is on the first line. That's 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 concerning. Listen, that's concerning. I would launch myself into space for Chris Kunitz, mm-hmm. but I would not put him on the first line of my hockey team. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I would throw myself in front of a car for yeah. him, but he is a fourth line angel. Winger, a fourth line angel, and a a fourth line angel, and a and hey, he can get top minutes on the penalty kill. He was doing well. I I wouldn't, but mm, um, you know, and Taves is good. But I do like that the the Taves and Debrinkat. Yeah, I think that Debrinkat gives. I would want to see Taves with more like youth and speed on his on his uh on his wing. But I wonder if they're trying to replicate what Hosa brought to Taves line with Kunitz. Because, you know, Hosa was like an older, more mature player. But I think that Hosa was also I think Hosa, more skilled. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. Hosa's starting and then, point and Kunitz's starting points vastly different. Yeah. Um, but I will say that they added Brandon Manning to this team, which, listen, Brandon Manning wasn't awful. He just wasn't great or good. So, but he's projected to be on their third pairing, and he's like, if he has a, if he has the puck on his stick, Brandon Manning can score. He scored like seven goals last season, so I mean, he's gonna like help out like scoring some offense on defense, but it's just the defense that you're kind of like, hmm. I think the biggest question mark is um, Corey Crawford and whether he's actually yeah. gonna play. Yeah, because my, my seeing him recently is he still alive? He just like so he just was like he just met the media and was telling him about his concussion symptoms. So like he's alive. Like is he doing well? I don't. Is know. he close? Can right. we just spend but... five minutes talking about Chris Coons? <laughs> <laughs> as as last <laughs> episode, you know that's very easy. I was like that's very easy to do. Um, yeah. I my biggest question isn't with. Um, with Corey Crawford, it's like, okay, Corey Crawford is not available right now, so who is next? Cam Ward. Oh, I don't like Cam Ward. So Cam Ward didn't do horrible last season, didn't it? Like, he, like, on the Canes, he, like, almost took away the starting. Yeah. No, he did take away the starting. And he played against the Penguins every time they played Carolina. No, but he's crazy against the Penguins. He tried to kill Patrick Hornquist (laughs) once. He really did. Yeah. He's insane. I mean, do we all agree that the Blackhawks aren't making? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the Colorado uh, Colorado Avalanche went forty three thirty and nine for um, ninety five points. That's actually crazy because I didn't realize the the point difference between like the ads and the Blues. Yeah, it's and it's literally one. <laughs> like I mean the and the Blackhawks is like almost twenty points. Yeah, they were bad. Points. They were really but, bad. The yeah, Penguins can beat them though. Just, yeah. They acquired this offseason Ian Cole, Matt Calvert, and Philip Grubauer. They lost Neil Yakupov, and they're looking for big seasons from Tyson Berry and Tyson Jost. Is it Jost or Yost? Jost. Um, they're both defensemen, Nope. Right? Jost is, okay. Jost is a okay. center. Oh, okay. So, um, 
I like their additions. Yeah. I like um, adding Ian Cole for the defense. I like Philip Grubauer, unfortunately. I'm not sure about Matt, Matt Calvert. It seems like he was a CBJ. Yeah. I don't know why I'm... <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he, he was, I knew I didn't... He was. <laughs> I knew. I was like, oh, Matt Calvert, I don't... I don't like that him. Sounds like something I don't like. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that sounds like a name I wouldn't agree with. Um, and you know what? And that's why. I'm not... I don't... Like, I... Uh, okay. So, um, yeah, I like... The, I like... So their first line is going to say the same, obviously. And so it's going to be Landis Cog, McKinnon, and Miko Rantanen. They're projected. They're, like, out of all 31 first lines, they're projected eighth. And I thought that was actually surprisingly low because I remember that line, like, torching people. Um, oh, but this, their second line, like, so it's Alexander Kerfoot, Tyson Jost, and Sven Andrigetto. Yeah. And out of 31, what do you guys think they're ranked? Uh, I'm pretty sure pretty low. Yeah, low, I think. Okay. 2022. Okay. So they are ranked 31. Oh, oh Um, uh, in second lines. Um, and so wow. Okay, so it really was that top line that pushed them. It was, it was Nathan, Nathan McKinnon. McKinnon let's, let's just be honest. It was Nathan McKinnon that got them into the playoffs last season. But I think shoring up their um their goaltending, and then another uh addition or another great season from Nathan McKinnon. I think you know. Um, now the thing, their first pairing defense, like, I don't really know a lot about them. It's Sam, Sam Gerard, Gerard and Eric Johnson. Eric Johnson has, he's the one with like no T in the front. And then, uh, uh, who's the other one? Gerard. I think they got him in the trade. Yeah, they got him Sam in Gerard. Nashville and he's supposed to be good. Okay. And then Tyson okay. Berry, I feel like they're always waiting for him. Yeah. yeah over that. I think he's a good offensive Yeah, defenseman. he's really good. Yeah. Oh, and then I like the projected their projected um, pairings. Ian Cole's on the third line. And I think that's... That's where he belongs. I don't know. Do you, What do you guys think? Do you think they'll make the playoffs still? Or? Um, I don't know. I kind of feel like... I kind of feel like they were... They shouldn't have been that good last season. Like so, maybe they'll come back down to earth a little bit, but yeah, I believe in Tyson, Jose, not Barry, and I hope he does well. Not like I don't believe in Tyson <laughs> Barry. I just like I like Tyson like, Jose oh. better. <laughs> like mm-hmm. he's literally like I love him, but yeah. I think I just, I don't know that they can do it again because it was like so touch and go <laughs> last time. I was I'm trying I to think... be positive. Like yeah, they could do it because it's like no. <laughs> <laughs> I think that they still have a lot of work to do, and I don't think that last... I mean, last year, them getting in was kind of a fluke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I think the addition of Grubauer is going to help, because he's going to win them some games. Um, but I just don't know, and I don't want to, like, downplay Nathan McKinnon, because I think that he could do it. Like, I don't I don't think that... I'm not, I'm not saying that, like, oh, no, there's no way he can, like, reenact his... Like what he was doing last season, because I think he can. I mean, this guy like routinely trains with Sid, so I'm there's no doubt in my mind that he still like kept that speed. And so I don't want to say that he can't do it, because I really think he can. But I just think that like I wish they would have added maybe like a goal scorer, or they would have added like someone else just to help that second line. I mean, I know they're waiting for uh, Jose to be to like break out. This is like his second. Like this would be like I think this would be like his second full year. So it's just like. Mm-hmm. so much 
Yeah. yeah. The child. I mean, yeah, exactly. So I would have, like, if they would have gotten, like, I don't know, like a Pacioretty to put on his wing or something to just help out or Gil to that second line? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I could just be talking about I, it. No, I see what you're saying because Andrew Ghetto, he used to play for the Habs and he was, like, fourth line type player. Mm-hmm. So having him yeah. on the second line is much. It's just so, and, like, especially when you're just trying to get your second line center, like your new second line center to really like to help them and like help gain their confidence. I don't know. So anything else about the abs? Okay. Well, wait, before we, we end on the um, central, who do you think is making the playoffs? Jets. Oh, we're doing three or four. Uh, whoever you think. Um, from this Jets, Nashville, um, the Blackhawks. No, I'm kidding. Um. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. So I think I think for sure Jets Nashville. I think... I'm gonna say Blues. That's what I was thinking too. I think I'll go Blues. Okay. I think I'm gonna do Jets Nashville Stars. Just I'll do difficult. four. Jets Nashville Stars and the Blues. Yeah. So moving on to the Pacific Division, we'll start off with the Golden Knights. Um. So last season they went. 51, 24, 7 for 109 points. This offseason, they acquired Max Pacioretty, Paul Stastny, but they lost Thomas Tatar, Nick Suzuki, James Neal, David Perron, Lucas Spiza. And then they re-signed uh, Flower, or <laughs> Flower. Marc-Andre Fleury, <laughs> Brian Reeves, Colin Miller, um, that Carlson guy, um, Thomas, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, what is it? Will Carlson? William Carlson. Thomas... How do you say it? Thomas Nosak? Nosak? This next season, they're looking for big seasons from Pacioretty, Marc-Andre Fleury, like Carlson, all of them. Everyone needs to have a big season again. <laughs> because how did, how did you get here? How did you get here? Yeah. And where have nice. you been? How did you, how did you like, where was this Marc-Andre Fleury in Pittsburgh? I didn't know him. Oh. I don't know him. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, okay. Um... Vegas, I don't know. Like, when you look at their team, like, I don't know. So, their first line, it seems like they're just, like, a two-line team. Because their first line is going to be Marcia So and Carlson with... Um, um, Riley Smith, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then Max Pacioretty, Stastny, and then Alex Tuck. And I don't know. I feel like I feel like Max Pacioretty and Stastny can carry that line, so I'm not really sure what Alex, Alex Tuck can bring to it. But, I mean, if he's young, he can add speed. Their, la- their, their bottom six isn't really, like, that impressive to me. And <laughs> without um, Schmidt, neither is their defense. Oh, right. But, I mean, if Marc-Andre Fleury... Yeah, if Marc-Andre Fleury is Marc-Andre Fleury, they really don't... They really don't need it. But I do think, like... We talked about this before. I think they're come they're going to come down to earth. I will say, though, they've looked amazing preseason. <laughs> they have. So, all right. So, are these people playing? Or is it their... Yeah, they've um, had, like, their top line. They've had, like, Carlson... Um... Mm-hmm. Who was Marcia So? Yeah, Marcia Yeah, Marcia So and, and Riley. Yeah. Smith. Then I'm like mad. Carlson's still good. Like, come down to earth. <laughs> he will. He There's will. no way you're scoring 40 goals. But um, well, even if he doesn't I mean, score 40 okay. goals, that's still good for them. Yeah, I mean, but either either way, I still think they're like, I mean, depending on their, how their second line. Do you know how Max Pacioretty and Stastny work together? I do not know. Um, anything else on the Knights? Cool. All 
Right. So next we'll go into the Oilers or Edmonton Oilers. Last season they went 36-46 for 78 points. Um, so this offseason they acquired Tobias Reeder, um, and he's looked good on McDavid's wing. They lost Andre Sakura for injury, and then Laurent Boussois. Yeah. We talked yeah, about yeah. Laurent Boussois. They're looking for big seasons from Dreisaitl, Pugliarvi, Clefbaum, and Talbot. Um, and maybe Yamamoto? Yamamoto, if he, depending if he makes, if the, he makes team. the season. Yeah. So, the Oilers. What about him? I just, I'm still not over the uh, Adam Larson Hall thing because I'll never be over it. But So, right now, um, I, don't, I don't think... Um, uh, Tobias Reeder is playing with uh, McDavid right now. So in preseason, it was Ryan Nugent Hopkins, McDavid, and Ty Ratty. Oh, and... I got them mixed up. <laughs> I, oh, okay, yeah. No so it was Ty Ratty. Um, yeah, Ty Ratty. And so they, I, I don't know why I was looking at Edmonton's uh, post games, um, but I was. And like that guy, he's like really fast, and he was saying that we're playing with McDavid and um, Nuge. He's going to, he just tries to get them the puck. And Kizu's like, because he knows, and like get an open space, and he'll, he's just going to, they'll get the puck back to him. And so I think in preseason, the last game against the Jets, he did that line, like scored a ton. I fell asleep, so. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Nugent Hopkins Um, and McDavid looked really good together. Yeah. And then they were playing together, um, last season. So I remember McDavid was saying how he was happy that the chemistry was still there. And Ty Ratty was saying how, like, he knows playing with them, like, he wants to do really well because it could really help his career. Oh, no. <laughs> and he, like, said it that way. And then one of the writers said that to McDavid, and McDavid was just like, <laughs> you know what? He just looks dumb all the time. He's <laughs> like, uh, yeah, yes, yes. Um, I thought something that I thought was actually I wanted to laugh at was um, the second line with Leon. He's playing with Lu- Lucic. Oh, no. <laughs> and, like, oh, my gosh. Like, what? Is Leon fast? I feel like he is. And, like, Lucic isn't. And then they're, he's playing their other winger is Tobias Reeder. Um, and then also, um, a big year from Cam Talbot, who is 31. How many games is he going to play? Like, who's their backup? I don't know. Connor McDavid. <laughs> what did <laughs> what did they address this offseason? Did they add more speed? Did they add? They more didn't skill? really do like, anything. Geez, they were, I, exactly. I think their philosophy was like this was uncharacteristically a bad year. So, um, anything else on Edmonton? I hope Connor McDavid has a very good therapist. Yeah, me too. So we're done with Edmonton. <laughs> yeah. Just in general, in life, uh, I'm done with Edmonton. Full the franchise. So the Arizona Coyotes last year went, oh no, they went 29, 41, and 12. They got 70 points. They acquired um, Alex Galchenyuk, Vinny Hinnestro, and Michael Grabner. They lost Max Domi. So overall, absolutely great. Um, they're looking for a big season from Galchenyuk, Crouch, um, Ch- Chikrin. Chik- Chitrin. Chikrin. Jamelson. Ranta Strom. If he makes the team. That's okay. <laughs> and then Rick Tockett. <laughs> looking for a big year for him. <laughs> like a good coaching year. Like a good. Like... Yeah. Arizona. They are. 
are they a mess kind of yeah i think i mean i just i don't see really anything that i'm loving so their first line is keller stepan and rannick rantic um and then their second line is um brandon perlini chucky and then christian fisher and their third line they have strom on the wing which I was kind of like confused about because if you're going to pick up Chuck Galchenyuk and you're going to say, we're playing him at center, we're I playing him at center. Have. But then your prospect, have they been yeah, playing they him at center? Okay, good. Because I want Strom at center. Good. Dylan, this, the Strom skating. Why can't any of them great. skate well? I have no idea. I look at Matt Strom and I'm like, my poor baby. Like, he can. Why is he skating like that? But anyway, I love. Matt has the, the excuse the that addition. he's big. Like,. He is. He's huge. I was at training camp and like he skated up and like he's so big. It's crazy. Um, I like uh, them picking up Galchenyuk. I like them picking up. Um, who else did they pick up? Well, Grabner is fast. Oh yeah, and Grabner. I feel... And so sorry. You go ahead. I sorry. I just wanted to say. And so I know that Strom is on the wing. I mean, Strom is playing at center, but he's in the lineup he's supposed to be on the wing with Grabner and I thought that was weird to put them together because Strom's skating isn't his uh his best suit and like Grabner is all about skating so I'm kind of confused about that but um and then Chitrin Chitrin is on the second the second pairing so hopefully he does well well he Um, he was injured for most of last season and I think he he was injured last season and I think he's like I don't know if he's played yet I think they're, like, being yeah. careful with him. I think it depends on he was, Ranta, to be honest. He, like, yeah, I think he will. Like, he was hurt at the beginning okay. of the season, so I think he'll... he'll they went on a little bit of a run towards the end of the season. Yeah, so they're, yeah, I think yeah. they'll be they have, better. They say they, you want to eat uh, it. And they have lost their child. He's like the sweet. I do. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. Mc, um, McDavid one thing about the yolks that I don't like know if you guys see my Twitter. Someone dare me to eat this cricket. Just say you want to eat it. One thing about the yolks that I don't know if you guys see my Twitter rants or if you have me muted, that's fine. Um, but <laughs> their top your power play has two defensemen. Huh? <gasps> oh, yeah, I did Their see top that. power play has two defensemen, and I love, oh, I love the 2D look on the top power play because, like, I mean, I don't know if you don't have that many good like forwards, and your defense is better. So I think um, the captain, O O E L, and Ch- Chitrin are on the top power play. Ooh, that's good. Which I like. Chitrin's that. pretty yeah, I like that. Um, offensive. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I, he's like very handsome. I literally love him. When he got drafted, they he fell down a little bit, and I was just like, why is no one taking him? <laughs> like oh, I watched a couple yeah. of. In- I watched a couple of interviews and I was already like, okay, I love him. He's going to be my draft kid. And I was like, why is no one (laughs) taking him? I felt so bad. And then when they finally took him, he looked relieved and he was so happy. I was just like, oh my God. One last note. I am going to spend my life savings on all of their Kachina stuff. (gasps) Yeah. I saw that. Uh, I'm like thinking, I was like, should I get a Gauchenia? Yeah, I might do that. Because that jersey is like so... So cool. Yeah, it's really cool. And did you see um the goalie pads? Yeah, those no. they're nice. Um, Ranta's, they? they're nice. I have to go look yeah. that up. 
It's nice. So last season, the Sharks went 45, 27, 10 for 100 points. Um, and this offseason, they acquired Eric Carlson. They re-signed Logan Couture and Evander Kane. Um, or they extended Logan Couture and Evander Kane. And they lost Paul Martin, Chris Tierney, and Joel Ward, which is, like, so sad because, like, Paul Martin is so cool. Chris Tierney, I mean, I don't really know, but Joel Ward Chris is Chris Tierney so... is handsome. That's... Okay, so, yeah, so they lost, like, a lot. <laughs> oh, I should have said this during preseason, but Joel Ward looked amazing in the game with Montreal. Be- because he's yeah. good. Like, I know he's old, like... I didn't realize how old he was, but he But, like, would. he looked fast. He looked, like, yeah. but then, hand. He I'm curious about that. Toronto no him. shade to him. But I'm also just, like, look at what he's surrounded by. That's true. So, like... Yeah, true. Like... I definitely that is fair. The Sharks are so freaking good right now. Like, they got... Like, just the addition of Carlson. I That's mean, it. How... Are they ever gonna lose? No. No. Like, I, they just... They... Their offense just went up. Their defense got better. Like I, yeah. And Carlson's such a giving player. So good. He is. Like so, right now, projected Burns is on the top uh, defensive pairing, but I would switch it and put Carlson up there. But they have um, Burns, Carlson, and Vlasic on three separate lines. So I think that they're going to try that and have them do. Because if you do that and then have them each play twenty minutes a night. I mean, that first of all, good. Vlasic is shut down. Like, he yeah. is definitely shut down You put Vlasic against, like, people's top lines, and then Carlson against their second lines, and then Burns can be against their third lines and just score on them? Jeez. <laughs> That's, like, That's um, I'm getting a little nervous. Their, um, their, their top line of Kane, Thornton, and Pavelski is ranked 19th. I'm surprised because I thought it would be higher. Um, but, again, Kane... It's probably Kane with Buffalo and San Jose, and I think he'll do better in San Jose. I mean, when they acquired him, he, like, he was, like, how many, he got his, like, first career hat trick, and that's crazy to me. Like, I thought Kane would have already had a hat trick by now. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Pavelski, and then Couture, Timo Myers, um, Hurdle are, is the second line. I'm not really sure about the, the bottom six, but... I mean, uh, you're going to have Brent Burns on the bottom pairs, and he <laughs> scores. So... so. Yeah, so it doesn't really matter. And the thing about having them all be, like, on separate lines and then play 20 minutes is that they'll be rested for the playoffs. Like, instead of playing, like, 25 and minutes a night. And their goalie pair is really good. They have Jones. So and Dell is really, really good. Oh, okay. So I think that's... It's Aaron Dell, yeah, right? Aaron Dell. I think that's what... Okay. I think that's what... Um, That was, like, their thing last year. Like, they didn't yeah. score a lot, but they didn't, like, they didn't get scored on a lot. So mm-hmm. that's why they were winning games. I don't think I've talked, speaking of, I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast before, but I love Martin Jones. Like, <laughs> I completely fell in love with him. Um, 15, 16 Stanley Cup finals when we were playing San Jose. Mm-hmm. I was like, he's amazing. Like, I love him so much. I wouldn't even be mad yeah, if they yeah. won, but. Whoa, wait, wait a minute. I would have been mad if they won. <laughs> yeah, I. See, I mean, if their defense that can, they have a good defense that can score, and then their, um, and then their goalies are good, and then they have a good top line. I really don't see, I, I really don't see San Jose not being the best in that division. Yeah, is that weird? No, to I say? think that's fair. I don't know. That's yeah, that's fair. Um, 
Anything else about San Jose? Um, quick note on Paul Martin because I'm petty. I remember in the 2016 oh, playoffs, he was like how the Penguins always disappoint in the playoffs or something like that. So he expected like the Sharks to win. And I was like, how dare you? You were on those teams, so you disappointed also. I was like, how dare you? I mean, well, wait, was he on the, he was on the 09 team? Mm-mm, I don't think so. But I know he was like. When they won the cup in 09? He, I think he, I know he came, like, I know he was there like 13, 14, like when they had those yeah. really like okay. disappointing years. I don't know yeah. if he was on the cup team though. I don't think I so. Like, Cause then I was thinking uh, he was playing with Olimata and Olimata. Like, how, how dare you? I mean, I, I, I don't know. I think I kind of feel bad for him because I feel bad for play like players who like try to like I don't know you I mean when you're not with that team anymore you try to like you know like oh no like we're we're gonna beat them or you know this team was a disappointment and and to be honest they were the pens were disappointing but um you know I mean San Jose is disappointed for a while so I mean I don't know I I'm not mad that he said that probably because like the 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 pens won and they won again so like I'm just like but it had to be hard to be on that team it really did, like, during that time. Oh, yeah. Because all the injuries, too, and then just, like, so we're moving yeah. on to the Calgary Flames. Last season, they went 37-35-10 for 84 points. This offseason, they acquired James Neal, Elias Lind- Lindholm, Noah Hannafin, Derek Ryan, and Bill Peters. Bill Peters is a co- uh, coach. <laughs> um, they lost Glenn Geltson, Dougie Hamilton, uh, Chris Versee, Chris and Matt Stefan. Stagens. Stagens. Oh, Stagens. Sorry. Stagen. I can't read. Um, that's so weird because I've, like, seen these players' names written and, like, how I, like, hear it. It's so weird because, like, Chris Versteeg, like, <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was all one word. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I say it, like, Chris Versteeg. Like, it's, like, one word. Um, And then, so, they're looking for big years from everyone in their bottom six, um, especially Sam Bennett. Uh, Travis Hamnick and Mike Smith and Spencer Fu. Yeah, I don't know if he'll make the team though. Like he's supposed to be like oh, their okay. big prospect, I think. With the Flames, I don't know. I like I like them adding Neil. Um, and we talked about Hannafin on their team. I don't know about Bill Peters, man. Like, why did they leave? Why did they fire Glenn Goldson? I think he lost the room, and like, okay, yeah, you can like, okay. there's not much you can do at that point. I don't know, like, I just spilled Peters, man, like, <laughs> and so, okay, on Spinning Chicklets, ah, another podcast, and I don't, I normally don't listen to them, I promise, but it was Noah Hannafin and Jack Eichel had an interview Ooh, that must have so been I was, fun. Like, it was kind of funny, and, like, they're, like, stupid, but <laughs> they were asking. <laughs> oh, you could tell that they're best friends them. when they talk. But anyway, in that podcast, no, they asked Noah, like, they were like, oh, like, do you like the coach? And he was like, oh, no, he's, like, a good guy. But I just feel like Bill Peters didn't really give Noah, like, he was, like, always sheltered. I mean, like, then again, he did have his best season last last season with Bill Peters still being the coach. So, I don't know. I, like, feel like I agree with Dave Lozo, and I don't really think that Bill Peters is that good of a coach. But we'll see, because C- Calgary is a, I would say it's a better team than, um, Carolina, but I mean, there's still question marks with the goaltending. I think it's question marks all over. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. I, That's I think fair. they're like a bubbly, bubbly. They're like a bubble team, and I don't, I don't know. Noah, Noah, he would be on the second pair because their first pair is Giordano, mm-hmm. 
and Brody. And Brody. Yeah. Hannafin and Hamannick. <laughs> I think it's just like, they're just like, okay. Like, they're like, okay defensive pair. <clears throat> so, who was the third person that was on Johnny and Monahan's line? So it was like Johnny, Monahan, and then who, do you know, does anyone remember that other winger? Um, Right now, it's projected to be Gaudreau, Monaghan, Lindholm, Kachuk, Backlund, Neal as the first two lines. That's know, a I like that second, second line. line. Yeah, like I, li- I don't know. I hope Matt- Matthew Kachuk isn't like a Tom Wilson player because I like him. I like- He's Tom a little Wilson trumpy, got a but Tom Wilson can okay. joke. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like. I- I like Kachuk. I do too, but I just saw someone say, like, oh, he's turning into a Wilson-type player. And, like, oh, man, like, I just don't want him to be. I just want – he's too skilled, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, anything else on the Flames? I don't know. I think – I'm, i like, hoping they do well, but their goaltending is, like – Well, Mike's – And, like, I'm he mad because I – injured like, last year, but he was good for them. Yeah, he was. I took him up in one of my fantasy – leagues and I'm like mad about it <laughs> hopefully he does well I just I don't know Mike Smith he's like what isn't he's he like 37 yeah I thought he was like in his 40s I'm not gonna lie <laughs> he only won 17 okay. times at home I'm like that's really bad friends yeah that that's um they okay, have a no, loyal no, fan base say, they do they do they do okay so Vancouver went 31 40 and 6 for 73 points this offseason, they acquired Jay Beagle and Anton Roussel. Yep. They lost Trevor Linden. Um, this season, Bo Horvat should be healthy. Jake Vertanen is looking to have a big season, and Elias Peterson should um, also have a be- big season and actually make the I team. I bet they won't. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's it just seems like like from the just from this offseason, it seems like they're gearing up um, to be in to get Hughes. And I like that they uh, put so. in such dedication to get Jay Beagle and Anton Roussel because they want Hughes so bad. And I like that dedication. <laughs> I like it. But they have, like, Elias Peterson is really mm-hmm. good. He's, like, really good. I was seeing some stuff with him. And, I mean, they obviously they have Quinn Hughes, who is – he's a good defenseman. So, I don't know. I mean, they have, like, I mean, is a lot, can Elias be your number one center? I don't know. But if they get Jack Hughes and then Elias is their second round, their second line center, that's that. And then they have the second line center. They have the first and two center. They have their number one defenseman. And then they just need a goalie. I think, I I think they have a goalie good goalie prospect. prospect. See, like, I mean, that's what I'm but wondering. I like, think why are they? They're playing that person in the NHL. Because, <laughs> like. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> they can have the Smith. I know. It just seems like all the they're not making the playoffs. Obviously, hopefully they're in. They're gonna get Jack Hughes because I don't want Montreal. I don't want the Sens slash Avs to get Hughes. I really the only good people that deserve it is the Penguins, the Flyers, or Vancouver. I legitimately am having trouble, like considering the Senators an NHL team. I'm just like they're just there. I don't know. I mean, but it's like they have a lot of players that are going to go to UFA next year, so maybe they'll want to yeah. do good, you know, to pad their stats. No. I was I was only thinking about Matt Duchesne and Mark Stone, honestly, to be honest. <laughs> and they're good, so. What happens if, like, yeah. their free agents just go away because it's Ottawa, 
And then they just don't have enough players. Like, I know, obviously, they do. But, like, what happens if they don't have enough players? Brady Kachuk. You know, I think... Brady Kachuk. Yeah, I was going to say, Brady Kachuk counts as two players. That's what Melnick told me. Oh, perfect. But I'm just... I don't know. I think they just play their AHL team. I don't know. I mean, they could just tank for the next couple of years. That's what they plan on doing. But the thing is, is that, like, Melnick is still going to be like, oh, they're doing great. Like... Yeah. Not that it matters. All part of the plan. Trust the process. He's insane. So anyone who believes him should also be Yeah, I think maybe they might end up having to move the team. Like, legitimately. I don't know. He said that they're not going to, but who knows? Who knows? If no one... Enough about Ottawa. We always do this. And how dare we talk about Ottawa when we talk about the Canucks? The Canucks, (laughs) they're good. They're sweet. Yeah. Kind of I feel like the Canucks are trying. Ottawa's just a disaster. Yeah, yeah. So the Anaheim Ducks had uh, went 44, 25, and 13 for 101 points. This offseason, they signed Gibson, Montora, and Chase De- DeLeo, yep. who, okay, it's who they got from Winnipeg. And then, um, yikes, Carter <laughs> Rowney. And they're looking for a big season from Getzoff and Perry, obviously. And I would throw in Ricard Raquel. Um, just because he's been really driving that top line, I think, um, for them. Yeah, so he needs the rest of them to keep up. Yeah, but I, yeah, yeah. But he still needs to just, like, keep being good. Yeah. Who knows? I always feel like the Ducks are fine, and, like, they go under the radar, but they always just manage to sneak into the playoffs and just be yeah. fine. Yeah, because, I mean, Getzlaff is good, like, I hate to say it because I don't really like him, but Getzloff is good. Ricard Raquel's good. Cam Fowler and Hampus Lindholm are good. But one thing I was like, yikes about is that Patrick Eves, who, like, added a lot to them two years ago, I want to say. Yeah, they picked year. him they up him at from the Dallas. trade deadline. Trade deadline. He did good for them, but he's on LTIR. Um, but one addition that I'm kind of excited about is Troy Terry's going to be on their team this season? He should oh, be anyway. Oh, Team USA. And he's projected to. Yes, t- like USA Terry, like um, shootout Troy, Terry, USA Taylor. Yeah, like shootout King Troy Terry, like TJ Oshie. Who? That's that's who we should be. <laughs> like you know, fuck off, TJ. Um, Troy Terry. So he's. But the sad thing about it is that he's gonna be. He's projected to be on a line with Ben Brian Gibbons and Carter Rowney. Ooh. And I'm just like, oh, what? Ooh. But I mean. Troy, like, his biggest thing for me was his shootout ability, but he always goes five-hole. I wonder if it's like that when he, like, um, when he's just, like, playing. I mean, obviously, he doesn't always go five-hole, but, I mean, the guy, the kid can score, so hopefully um, he gets a good chance on Anaheim. I know everyone was really excited for him, and I'm I'm not even a Ducks fan, and I'm excited for him because I like him. Those are the two things that I want to talk about. I just know that Kessler has been having a lot of issues, and they don't know how much he'll play next season, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's projected to be their second line center. I don't know. He, but, he's I mean, they have shithead. Adam Henrique. Yeah, he is. Adam Henrique's really good, though. I like Adam Henrique. He's so yeah. handsome. Is he, like, a good... Can he be a second line center? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. We'll I mean, see. I feel like I like... I'm comfortable with him as a third, the three seat, but I don't know about... Yeah. Yeah, I guess we'll yeah. see, Christy. You're right. Do you, Do we think they'll make the playoffs? Um, Probably. Somehow they always do. (laughs) But okay, moving on to um, the Kings. 
Last season they went 45, 29, and 8, which is actually, I'm actually surprised. That was actually, that's not as bad as I thought they would have. Yeah, they kind of, so they, had, they made um, the playoffs and they got right out of the playoffs, so. Ooh, yeah, yeah, which was like, do it, keep doing it, I love <laughs> it. Um, which, 98 points, they acquired Kovalchuk. They, I don't think they lost anybody. They signed Drew Doughty to an eight-year contract, LOL. <laughs> and then um, they're looking for a, a big season from Jeff Carter and obviously Kovalchuk. And then I think they're still they're, they I think they need um, Dustin Brown to have a good season like he did before. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's fair to say. Um, I'm, I think that was so weird that he was like good all of a sudden. <laughs> I think the coaching changes. Yeah, that's true. I forgot they cl- they changed their coach. Okay. So right now, their top line is projected to be Kovalchuk, Kopitar, and Brown. And then Tanner Pearson, Jeff Carter, and Tyler Toffoli as their second. I like that. Um, then, yeah, I do too. Um, so, I don't know. Did you guys see that? Um, the goal he scored in preseason? Yeah, it was Kovalchuk? nice. And everyone was like, Oh, Kovalchuk is um so old. LOL. Kovalchuk won't isn't gonna be able to play in the NHL. And then he like split through like with so much speed and scored. But it's just <laughs> like it's like, not oh, like he was no. sitting in Russia doing nothing. He was playing. Yeah. And like yeah, and he trains like a beast because like him, Radulov, and Malkin train all the time. And they all train together. And I think uh, I and didn't he just win a gold medal? Like he won. Yeah, yeah, he was in. He was, like he's he's yeah. he's good. He's fine. He's still good. Yeah. I mean, that's I. I don't know. I mean, that's a good addition. Do you, does anyone remember who was on the wing on the top line before he was there? Because if they got pushed down, then they're still like you know. Good. Maybe it was Tavoli. It might have been. Oh, he's right wing, left wing. Hmm. Um. Okay. Anything else about the Kings? While researching the Kings, I was forced to read the line. When your blue line is anchored by the world's best defenseman, perennial Norris Trophy candidate Drew Doughty. <laughs> what? So, I'm insulted. Who said that? I am prepared to fight for really Eric Carlson's hate, honor. I really yeah. hate Drew Doughty. Like, <laughs> I really hate him. <sighs> Who said that? Like, their GM? Um, give me one second. Or their coach? Because like, come on, shut up! Like you're like you're not even making sense. Like everyone knows Judaudi's not like as good as he's perceived. Tim Johnson. So I don't know who that is. Isn't that their GM? Oh god. Well, then the GM. I don't know. I mean, you don't have to say like, all that. Up. You can just That's say Judaudi. Yeah, I mean, like they're trying to. I mean, he's if it's their GM, that he he's trying to like like. He's trying to, like, get on Drew Doughty's good side because he knows that he just gypped him. Like, his contract without an agent is And he was so stupid. confident about that. You're like, you're, you're so dumb. Like, I hate, I hate him so much. And he's he's another gross person. I think, I think I'm comfortable saying that out of the Pacific Division, I think it'll be the Knights, the Sharks, and then I think it's a toss-up between the Flames, the Ducks, and the Kings. One of them will make it, or two of them will make it, but I'm just not sure. Yeah, here. I think so, too. That's fair. I would kind of give the edge to the Flames. I don't know. Uh, 
And I could see yeah. that. I can see that. Because, I mean, adding James Neal, having two good first lines, um, their defense, while it took a hit because Hamilton was their best defenseman, or one of their best defensemen, I still think it's good. Good enough to make the playoffs. It should be, anyway. Um, and if Mike Smith is Mike Smith of last year, then I think... And, and stays healthy. I think. The new coach kind of makes me nervous, because, like, he didn't have great success mm. in Carolina. He didn't. That's what I'm But they, like, him. with him, they, like, never took any penalties, right? So, yeah, Carolina. So maybe he'll just it. reel Kachuk right in, and then he can start oh, scoring. I, you're going to see him in a press conference with a black eye. <laughs> <and we're, laughs> the <just> coach? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Kachuk just Do you remember what was it that like that whole like I think it was almost like bench clearing with Kachuk and Detroit? That was insane. He literally just poked someone and everyone was like, you know what? We're gonna kill you right now. Because... <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Didn't he poke Larson? I don't know. No, no, no. I think it was. I think it was Mantha. All right, so anything else on those in the Western Conference? Nope. I think so. Next week, Eastern Conference. We'll have a lot more to say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think we're going to end on that on the Western Conference. And next episode, we will go into the Eastern Conference, which we'll probably, we might have to split that. I don't mind just making it like a bajillion hours long. Yeah. Um, if you guys have anything that you want us to talk about, feel free to at us at our new Twitter handle. Handle. Our new Twitter handle is at where's underscore my underscore stick. So, yeah, if you have any questions for us or want us to talk about anything, that's what we'll talk about next episode. And, yeah, thanks for listening, guys.